Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Dentistry in 4D, teaching you how to market your dental practice in a digital age. I'm your host, Brandon Platt of 4D Digital Media. I really appreciate everybody listening and uh, wherever you might be listening, either live on the Wisdom app uh, or uh, on uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, if you are a subscriber, thank you so much. If you're not, please subscribe. Uh, it really would help us out a lot. Um, if you would subscribe to our podcast, you can find it on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, etc. Um, so really anywhere. And, uh, you know, we're really glad you're listening. And today's a very special episode. So this is the first time that you're joining us. Uh, you're in for a real treat because we're going to talk about kind of the elephant in the room when it comes to marketing. It's something that uh, everyone wants to ask about, but uh, is, is really kind of difficult to talk about. It is the simplest yet most complicated thing on the planet for some people, and, and uh, rightfully so. Uh, and that is search engine optimization. Um, and uh, when it comes to SEO, there's a million different things that you can do, and you can get really, really complicated in the weeds. But today we're going to talk about five basic ways to improve your SEO starting today. Five basic ways to improve your SEO starting right now today that I guarantee most people either in the dental industry or throughout business uh, are probably either not doing or not doing enough of. A lot of times we uh, leave our uh, digital presence up uh, to website companies, website developers who uh, give promises of SEO, but it's such a constant thing that you have to be on top of it all the time. But these are just five, five basic steps you can take to really get yourself started and headed in the right direction. And once you create that pattern, patterns create habits and habits create results. Speaking of uh, being able to create results, one of the ways we've created uh, the results of being able to educate people uh, with uh, marketing and and these tools and tips to give you in whatever industry you might be in <clears throat> is through podcasts like this one. Um, and today is a great time to start your own podcast, either a new uh, channel or if you're starting a new business and just want to educate people or want to bring attention to your business or your specialty, what have you. Uh, it's a really great way or a great time to do that um, and put it out there. Podcasts are very accessible. They're very uh, user-friendly, and you can access them from a number of different places. Uh, they can be either embedded in your website or obviously through the the uh, uh, sites I mentioned earlier, like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. So it's really not that hard. Um, speaking as someone who had never done it before, you just got to jump into it and go for it. And the one place that's made it really easy for uh, us at 4D Digital Media to do that um, is Buzzsprout. Uh, we use Buzzsprout and it's, it's super simple to upload everything, uh, in one place, adding, uh, art and really linking to all of the directories that you need. Uh, all you need is, uh, something, some gear you already have. So, uh, a microphone or, or even just, uh, AirPod, AirPods or, uh, earbuds or, uh, headphones or just a computer or a phone really, uh, anything to record on and upload from, uh, and just a nice quiet space. Uh, and you can get your show listed through Buzzsprout on every major podcast. Um, it, it's, it's an awesome place to, to really get started. It's relatively inexpensive. 
Um, and to help out with that expense, if you check out our show links, if you're listening through uh, one of the directories, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or if you're accessing through our website and you check out the show notes, um, you can follow the link there and that'll get you tw- a $20 bus front pr- credit uh, per paid sign up. $20 per paid account uh, with uh, paid accounts starting um, just $12 a month. Um, and that is after your second paid invoice. Uh, $20 Buzzsprout credit using our link that will be provided to you after you pay your second invoice. So check out all the great options they have. Uh, it, it's a really uh, great thing. Now, moving on to the topic of the day. As promised, five basic ways to improve your SEO starting today. Let's do this right now. Number five, using alternate texts for your photos and videos. What are alternate texts, you might you might ask? Uh, alternate texts, you have to go through as you're uploading your photos and your videos into the website. Typically, uh, as you upload, it'll give you an option to add alternate text to that. And what alternate text does is it really improves the accessibility of your website, particularly from a disability standpoint. Your users that may be uh, visually impaired or maybe using a text only or a text uh, heavy browser system, uh, those search engines are going to have to look somewhere to get uh, your information. And when you use that text only, obviously those images and those videos are not going to pop up because they're a visual thing. When you use text only, it's going to act similar to if it was simply on your page as text. So as the browser will go through and crawl your page, it will pick up that alternate text and apply that to being relevant information to somebody's search. And so that's why alternate text can be really important, particularly for that accessibility standard. Number four, backlinks. Authority is such a huge part of SEO. How much authority does your page have? Can it be trusted? And think of, I I was listening to uh, a talk just today. uh, Best way I can put it, I I can't put it in any better words than this. Um, I was listening to a talk through LinkedIn Learning, and they, they mentioned backlinks as basically a vote voting system for SEO voting system for page authority can your page be trusted and the more votes your page gets the more in theory trustworthy the information on your page is anybody in today's day and age can put anything on the internet is it a largely lawless system in regards to quality of information. And that's why obviously going through and getting quality information on your website makes it so important to be able to, um, to, to be able to get visitors to the website and to rank high because the search engine wants to have not only the most relevant information, which we'll get to in a little bit, but also the most authoritative trustworthy information. As more sites, especially high-ranking sites, refer back to your website and say, I trust your information so much that I'm willing to give up my web traffic to send my visitors to your page for the information because I can't say it any better myself, that's when you're going to rank higher. The more backlinks you have, the better off you're going to be. How do you get backlinks? Simply ask for them. 
Um, you, there are different ways and different systems you can use to facilitate this, um, particularly people who write articles. Um, USA Today, the Associated Press, they may write an article, say, if, about the benefits of dental implants, I don't know, for example. Uh, or they may be talking about oral health or oral health care in one of their articles. And you may want to say, well, look, we offer this. Here's why we are a good place for you to reference and we're willing to talk to you about it, that's a great thing to do. All you have to do is send an email. And the worst thing they can do is say no or not respond. So you really lose nothing but time there. And yes, time is a valuable entity. We've talked about that before. But asking for backlinks from reputable, reputable sources is so incredibly important. Getting backlinks from those sources that are basically pay us X amount of money and we'll link to your page not going to do you nearly as much good because the search engines can tell where that information is coming from uh, or where the backlinks are coming from. So not all backlinks are created equal, but backlinks are incredibly important. Number three, do you have a blog on your page? Blogging is incredibly important because it keeps that authority score high. When you can reference back pages, not only from other websites in your blog, and provide backlinks to others through your blog, but also reference to your own site and have internal citations and internal links to that. You bring people not only from your blog when they're reading about information to your website, but you also keep your website authority very high. The other part of that is you need to make sure your content on your website is up to date and accurate as possible. Again, is your information trustworthy? When you add a blog, you're keeping that updated information and you're showing the search engines that your information is up to date, it is current, and you are on top of it. Your page is updated frequently and it's people are able to trust the information they find on your page, increasing your authority score. Number two, is your content relevant? Now, really this leads into our last two points and that is we need to do a little bit of research when it comes to uh, uh, what, our, what our readers are or what our target audience is really looking for. And what do we want to rank for? What do we want to show up for when people search the Internet? If I'm a dental practice who specializes in dental implants, I may want to specialize in implant dentistry or I may want to special or I may want to rank for implant dentistry. I may want to rank for the area that I'm in. I may want to rank for um, uh, full arch care. I may want to rank for uh, full mouth restoration. I'm just throwing out examples here, but you get the idea. So you have to think about what exactly do my do my clients or do do my uh, followers or do my readers or do my potential patient base uh, want to see? Who is my target audience, and what is relevant to them? You have to understand how search engines work as, as they go through and they crawl pages, say somebody types in dental implants, they may come up with a million different options from dentures to dental cleanings to obviously dental implants specifically. Uh, but you want people to, to, you want the search engine to think that your page is the most relevant page for that information. So your information has to be relevant, it has to be timely, and it has to be up to date as we said before in number three. And number one, the number one thing you can do today that most people I've found in my experience either don't do or they avoid or they think that it's being done and that's not. 
Drum roll, please. Keywords, key phrases, and metadata. What the heck is that? Keywords, key phrases, and metadata. And this is probably where you start getting into the weeds a little bit when it comes to SEO, but that's okay because we're going to make it super simple. Again, like I talked about in point number two with relevant information, you want to know what your readers or your client base or your patient population, your target audience is looking for. In order to do that, the first thing we have to do, the first thing we have to do is we have to look for uh, who is our target audience? Who are we looking for? And that brings into a lot of different things, uh, you know, a lot of different factors. Um, and this crosses over a little into social media, but who's our target audience for our website? Who are the people that are most likely to be our patients? What do we specialize in? If I specialize in dental implants, most likely my target audience is going to be somewhere between the ages of 35 to 50, 35 to 60, 35 and up. Um, and you also have to think in that target market, uh, what is, you know, who, that, that includes level of income. That may include, uh, as I'm trying to sell this and sell myself, it may include location. I'm probably not going to target people uh, from California if I live in New York or if I work in New York, unless I'm selling a product online, of course. So you have to think about things like that as well. So when you use location type things, that helps as well. When people search best oral surgeon in Central Florida, you may want to rank for oral surgery in Central Florida. So you have to think about those things when you have your keyword, when you're looking to rank for your certain keywords. The reason I say that a lot of people probably aren't doing this is when you're on your website or when your website gets developed, the best thing you can do is have focus keywords as part of your web building process for each page. Those focus keywords should be unique to each page as much as possible. However, they should be unique and but relevant to your practice. You shouldn't just have random stuff you're trying to rank for because one, you're probably not going to rank very high because people, when they search for your page, are probably not going to visit or search for those things are probably not going to visit your page if that's not what they're looking for. So we need to think about all of those all-encompassing factors and what we want to rank for when it comes to SEO. That comes into keyword research. Now, our, when we talk about our key phrases, each page will have its individualized key phrase. And that key phrase needs to be included throughout the text of the website or of that page, specific page. So if I have a page that's uh, related to our dental implant services, I want to rank on that page for dental implants in where I am, Central Florida, or dental implants in Orlando. And so when people search dental implant services, Orlando, Florida, I want my page to rank. I want people to see my page as ranking for uh, dental implant information which means it has to be timely, it has to be relevant. You can probably start to see now how all this is tying, tying together. As we do that, we have to also keep in mind that there's something called keyword stuffing that comes into play. And what we don't wanna do is flood our page with those keywords. Every sentence should not have your keyword in it 
it shouldn't sound unnatural. When it sounds unnatural, that's a red flag for the search engine, and you're going to get dinged for that. You're probably not going to rank as high as you probably as maybe you should if you're trying to cheat the algorithm. It's playing a game back and forth. We have to understand the algorithm, especially as it changes, and we have to play to the algorithm, but we can't try to beat the algorithm because when we do that, we automatically send up red flags. We send up flares to the search engine. They're not going to rank us as high because they can see what we're trying to do. So it's got to sound natural, has to sound natural. Not only that, the user experience is important too, because you want people to come on your page and stay on your page as they read the information. So as people find the information on your page, they want to stay there, they want to read it, but it has to be a good experience reading. If it sounds unnatural, they're not going to want to do that. Um, so that's also very important. As part of that, we have to look at our metadata. Metadata is those little things, the best way I can put it is the little intricacies, the little details such as your headers, uh, your header one, your header two, and also your descriptives that you have for the web browser. And you can set all that, you can customize all that, heck, you can customize the URL for that particular page based on things. The most important part of that metadata is your title metadata. So the title of your page is important. If you go through your website, and the title of your home page is home, you're probably in trouble. I would highly suggest going to your website and going to your administrative page or going to your web developer and saying, what are my title metadata for my page? Because you need to be able to include what focal keyword you want for that page into your title metadata. Because as the keyword crawl, as the, as the search engine crawls for keywords, guess where it's going to land first? The title of the page. So important. It's just like if you go to a search a social media site and you're looking for a particular um, specialty. If I'm looking for oral surgeon. I want oral surgeon somewhere in my title if I'm an oral surgeon for my, my say my Instagram account, right? If I specialize in dental implants and I want to show up when people look for dental implants. I want dental implants somewhere in my title for my social media account. Same thing with your website. Have it right at the front of the page, right at the front. For your dental implant page, dental implants, if you're trying to rank for your dental implant page and you're trying to rank for dental implants as your focal keyword, dental implants better be in the title because if it's not, you're wasting your time with that page. And the last part of this is your descriptive metadata. And that's when you search on the website, you know, when you search on, on say, Google and all the websites pop up um, and you, you see that little blurb underneath, that little blurb underneath is your descriptive metadata. And that is customizable. And you should also have your focal keyword for the page there, but it should be catchy. It should be short and sweet. It should uh, be... Uh, you know, a lot of the website or the web design uh, like uh, WordPress and things like that now can help you optimize that with regard to uh, length um, and, and optimizing it for your page. But it's really important to include that there. Uh, so really look at all of those things. And, and those are just the basic things that you can do that are really fairly easy to do to go through or have somebody on your staff go through or hire a marketing agency to go through and make those changes for you because just starting there and having that base already gets you ahead of the game.
Yes, there's a lot of different things with SEO and it can get really complicated and really in the weeds. But if you start there, um, it gives you a really good foundation. Those five basic principles, again, alternate text, uh, backlinks, blogging, having updated content, relevant, authoritative content, information on your page consistently. Um, and also, and then lastly, obviously, keywords, key phrases, and updated metadata. Don't forget to visit our website, 4digitalmedia.com. You can also visit us on all the social media platforms, uh, including, including Facebook at 4D Digital Media, uh, on Instagram at 4D Digital Media, on Twitter at 4D Digital Media 1. We are also on LinkedIn, 4D Digital Media. Check us out on all of those. We'd love to communicate with you, direct message any questions. Um, you can also email me directly at, uh, at uh, 4dDigitalMedia at gmail.com with any questions you might have. Just reference the podcast title, uh, so Five Basic Ways to Improve Your SEO Today, uh, and um, we can get, I can get that, whatever information, out to you. Or if it's something that I'm getting a lot of frequent questions about, I'm happy to do another episode about. Like I said, these are five basic ways. This has been a fairly quick uh, run through, uh, and it, but we can get a lot more in depth with a lot of these different things. So, um, you know, I, again, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to check out Buzzsprout for all of your podcasting needs. Check out the link. If you're listening, uh, on the podcasting platforms, check out the link in the show notes, uh, and they can help you out with all that. Again, it's a $20 credit from Buzzsprout after your second paid invoice, uh, for, your uh, paid plan. All right, everyone. That's all for me for today. Thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your Friday and a great weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.